Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Behind the Suits CAPS podcast, a podcast created for our students where exclusively CAPS will be interviewing other CAPS, other students, employers, and all professionals in all industries to bring advice to you about exploring your career. Before we get started with this week's episode, I wanted to quickly plug some of our CAP events that are coming up. So we have resume clinics happening on the 15th, and there are two of them, virtual and in Heavener 260 from 4 to 5 p.m. and from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in Heavener 260. And check out our first blog post with our brand new blog, The Morning Cup with Caps, where we explain why going beyond the resume is important because they alone do not get jobs. Next, we also wanted to highlight Warrington Career Week, which is September 26th through 30th, so make sure to prepare for that and kick off the week by stopping by their Hire Warrington Business Mixer, September 26th from 5.30 to 7 p.m. All right, with that being said, let's kick off with our first episode. Well, thank you so much, Scotty, for coming on today's episode. Um, If you could introduce yourself and explain your new role in the BCS group, um, I think our students are super excited to meet you. So, yeah. All right. Uh, good morning, Jordana. Uh, thank you for having me on you guys' uh, podcast. Um, really excited to be here. Really excited to be um, a part of the Gator culture as I am a transplant from California. So I am bringing uh, hopefully a little bit of West Coast swag um, to the East Coast. Um, just a little bit about myself. Um, like I said, I'm from California. Um, I went to undergrad in Utah to Weber State University. I was a a student athlete there where I played football. Um, I moved back to California and uh, went to graduate school at National University um, and got my master's in uh, business management with an emphasis in organizational leadership. Um, I moved here to Florida um, about, time is flying, five years ago, so summer of 2017, um, and I, prior to moving, I was working in um, education um, for uh, San Diego Unified School District, which is uh, one of the top five largest urban school districts in the country. Um, when I moved here to Florida, um, I started working in uh, government um, and I worked as a contract manager for the city of Gainesville here in Florida. And then I uh, moved over to finance um, for my last three years before I took this position over here. Um, at UF. So uh, I've been in transition, I like to say, for, you know, the last couple of years of my life, which has been great. I've been able to learn a lot, meet a lot of new people, uh, find some great uh, resources and network with a lot of great people. Um, My role over here now um, on the BCS team is I am one of the associate directors um, as a career coach here. And uh, I will be overseeing the COBE or Center of Business Excellence for uh, juniors and seniors that are majoring in general business and information systems. So um, my role um, there, as this is kind of a new um, implementation that um, the BCS uh, undergraduate team is rolling out, um, I will be overseeing um, like the employer relations. So kind of engaging with students a lot to figure out what it is that you guys are looking for as you guys are um, kind of growing out of college and into uh, the workforce. What are some of the things that you guys are highlighting or putting top priority on 
as it pertains to salary, as it pertains to flexibility within the job. Um, if that's, you know, working hybrid, um, working remote, um, the different networking aspects you want to see within the job. So everything is just not really based on salary because um, we see that people tend to turn down jobs where they don't feel valued or appreciated. Uh, so I'll be working a lot with employers. I'll also, like I said, I'll be focused on a full-time placement for uh, juniors and seniors uh, and looking at those internships as juniors are going into their senior year. So that'll be a big component of uh, my responsibility. Um, also, uh, coming up next spring, I'll be teaching the Career Accelerator uh, course. So I'm like super excited about that. Uh, I've been kind of sitting in on some classes uh, at the start of this semester, kind of learning the material. Um, I'm excited to, to get in front of students and, and learn with them, share uh, some of my experiences and some of my knowledge that I've uh, accrued over the time. And then also learning like, you know, there's a new vibe and atmosphere as uh, you young students are super bright, super resourceful, um, super intelligent. Um, but, you know, you guys can also teach us staff here about the new things and new platforms, um, new software engagement. So um, I'm just excited to, to really kind of collaborate and then be a resource for students. Um, uh, the COBE. Um, I think it will allow students to uh, engage a lot more with the BCS uh, career coaches. Um, we're really trying to um, make it a tool where uh, we can kind of cast out communication in, into a broader net and reach more students. Um, as I understand, as you guys might understand, some students may not be aware of all the great uh, services that BCS provides. So we're hoping to be able to spread that message to um, be able to give the students uh, the top customer service as they navigate these four or five years in undergrad. Sounds awesome. And I think a lot of students will really appreciate the tailored um, areas of COBE. So specifically, ISOM students, I think will really benefit from having someone dedicated to that specific career path. And speaking of career exploration. We all know that career week is coming up. It's a really busy time of the semester. Um, a lot of employers are on campus. A lot of events are happening, networking, jobs are opening up. What do you want students to know as they enter career week and begin either their internship search, their job search, and enter that area of career exploration? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I know this is a, a, a exciting and thrilling time right now as a, a lot of events are um, overlapping each other, especially um, as September is like jam packed with events. Um, but I really want students to focus on uh, just really being themselves. Um, I get that this can be a high pressure situation um, and can create a lot of anxiety and uncertainty because uh, there are a lot of students that have not been through this process. Um, so if if there's one thing I can really, uh, you know, try to reiterate to students is that um, no, nobody is expecting you to be perfect to land um, an internship or a, a job. Right. They're not looking for perfection, but they want to know um, they want to know and see your personality. Right. They understand that you students are coming from a great institution where you are going to have all the technical skills possibly out there, be aware of everything that's going on, but um, they want you to be able to be relaxed so that you can work in an environment and feel comfortable. 
Um, so if, if anything, I just want students to be comfortable, uh, be resilient, and then be receptive to the information um, that you get or the feedback that you get from employers. Um, and try to put that in your toolbox so when you're moving forward, um, you're, you're able to grow from the previous experiences and not kind of make the same mistakes over and over again. That's great advice. And as a senior, looking back um, when I was a freshman and sophomore, I remember being so terrified and overwhelmed with the whole process, especially career fair when you walk in and there's like 50 different employers and yeah. it's really, it's really intimidating. But um, that piece of advice was definitely something that helped me navigate all of it, remembering that they're not robots, they're people too, and they just want to meet you and they're so excited to meet you. So yeah, it's definitely something good to remember. Yeah, and I think it's good for students to come in with a strategy also, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because the whole career week can be overwhelming. Like you just mentioned, there's 40 to 50 different employers there. Um, you kind of don't know where to start. Uh, you're kind of like that deer in the headlights look like, okay, do I start on the left side? Do I start on the right side? Um, I would, if, if I was a student uh, coming into this situation, or even just as an employer or as a staff member giving advice to students, I would say come with the notebook, come with two or three questions that you want to ask employers, and then I would possibly take breaks in between the whole process, right? Meet with an employer, um, get your questions out, take a little break, kind of go maybe off to the corner a little bit, write some notes down so that you don't forget, because you're going to be overwhelmed with the emotion, overwhelmed with thoughts, overwhelmed with seeing, you know, a bunch of your peers and you're going to feel like, okay, am I doing enough? I just seen Jordana. She talked to three people already and I'm still on one person. So it's not a competition. Uh, you want to get quality over quantity so that you're, you're making sure that you're getting the proper feedback um, for the different um, employers. So um, take a deep breath, make sure you eat a good breakfast, stay hydrated. Um, you're going to have the nervous sweats. That's normal. Uh, but take it all in and, and just soak in all the, the knowledge and the wisdom and the game that the employers are giving you. Like, like you said, the employers are excited to be back on campus. Um, they're excited to see your guys' faces and they're excited for that interaction as, you know, things have not been as interactive or in person over the past couple of years due to uh, the current climate uh, within um, our nation. Right. And I think that's something that's new for a lot of people. I mean, we probably haven't been in that situation where we've had to network in person in a long time. So getting back into that mindset and understanding, you know, maybe the handshake isn't the way to go anymore. Or, yeah. Um, making yeah. eye contact and just having that in-person connection. There's something to be said about it. Yeah. And I think employers, um, they enjoy that because they can learn a little bit more about your personality in person right. rather than over Zoom. Um, and if you're, you know, one of those students who is a little bit more cautious because of, uh, you know, uh, exchanging germs or, or, you know, interacting with people in that way, just kind of read the room. You know, if you want to go approach an employer, kind of sit back and, and kind of observe and see how they're interacting with other students. So when it is your turn, you kind of know what to expect already. You know, oh, this employer is giving out elbow dabs or he's giving, you know, fist pumps. You don't want to come in with the awkward like handshake and they're mm -hmm. doing this and then it's kind of, you know, you guys are kind of doing a little two step. So um, Definitely. just, you know, also be observant of other students and what they're doing and how their interactions are. Because, you know, we learn a lot by seeing other people do things. So um, that's that's one tool or, or tip I could I would give students in uh, going into career week. Uh, just take a deep breath, relax. Um, 
don't focus on being perfect, but focus on learning the information and writing those notes down so that it sticks when you leave out of the building. Yeah, definitely. That's great advice. And I know you mentioned coming in with a strategy. So speaking of coming in with a strategy, what resources do you think students can access? Um, Can they leverage anything from the BCS team, from CAPS when exploring their career and navigating career week to make that strategy? Um, Yeah, some great strategies. Uh, Obviously, um, the CAPS team and your team are doing a great job in providing students with resources, feedback. Um, I would tell the students to lean on uh, you guys for the resume critiquing, uh, picking your brains uh, about your past experience um, with attending career week and, you know, kind of taking that so they can put it in their belt. Also, um, students, if they uh, go into the higher warranty into the resource library, there are a bunch of great tips about um, networking, etiquette, how to communicate, um, career fair tips. And it kind of gives you kind of like a, I would like to say like a cheat sheet on just kind of how to conduct yourself and how to interact with professionals, um, what mannerisms you should be practicing, eye contact, uh, if that's handshaking, being engaged, um, asking questions that are relatable to the topics that are being talked about. Um, so I would I would definitely um, do some homework and go into the Higher Warrington Resource Library, uh, look at all the tips and tools there. Um, and they're going to be very, very useful, um, especially as it pertains to communicating, right? Um, like you mentioned earlier, you don't want to be robotic. You kind of want to stand out. Um, so it gives you kind of just a way to be able to have a conversation that flows naturally. And it's not like you're talking to an automated system all the time. Definitely. And again, going off of how to navigate career week, what career search or career exploration myths would you want to debunk about the whole process? What do you think is really overwhelming that students can actually turn that fear into a strength of theirs? Um, one myth um, that I would I would point out is that um, I think a lot of students think that they are going to get a job just because of their resume, right? Um, just because it says you're a 4.0 student, just because they say you you graduated from the Warrington School of Business, just because you're in marketing or info or whatever major, um, that will initially probably get you, you know, the the um, initial uh, call or the initial interview. But you really have to sell yourself and show your personality when you get in front of an employer. Um, everything is not about paper. Um, they want to know, can you fit within their team structure or culture. Um, If you're going to be collaborating and working with a team or working on cross-functional teams, they want to know, hey, is this person, um, can they get along? Can they communicate? Can um, they work with other people for eight hours? Or are they kind of like a sourpuss or, you know, somebody who complains a lot? So um, they want to get to know you. And then also um, be prepared for questions that are not work-related in interviews. Um, A lot of the questions are about your behavior or uh, your demeanor or characteristics. They wanna know what type of person you are rather than, you know, a lot of your experiences that you've had on different jobs or internships. So um, really highlighting your your personality um, in a professional way that's engaging, that is receptive, but also shows a level of, you know, Uh, maturity and responsibility um, as a potential candidate for whatever job you're seeking. Yeah, I think that's 
That's great. I think it's great to debunk those myths and understand that it's a holistic thing that they're looking at. They're not just looking at your grades and what you've done, but how you work in a team. And, you know, we always say that you can do the airplane test. If you're stuck on an airplane with someone for 10 hours, would you want to be with them? Would you lose your mind? Um, so making yeah. sure that you're that type of person people want to be around. Um, so, yeah. And I wanted to also ask, Scotty, I know that you shared with the CAPS the digital business card. Um, and I wanted to open that up to students, too. And if you could share how students can leverage that maybe during career week or um, at all these events, how they can use that and explain what it is. OK, yeah. Um, the digital business card is a great resource. Um, there are multiple companies out there that provide this service. Um, but the 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 company that I currently use is Blink um, Business Card. It's B-L-I-N-Q. Um, it's a it's a great it's a great tool for networking. Let me also mention it's free. So everything that's free is pretty much a great resource. Correct. So, um, uh, no, a great way to use it um, when you're networking at different events. Um, you know, you have these small uh, conversations with people and it is a great thing or a great tool, I should say, when you're wrapping up and you're trying to move on. And sometimes we don't always have business cards readily available or we run out or if they're stuffed in your uh, backpack or pocket, you know, they bend, they're flimsy. This is a cool thing to pull out. Um, it's kind of like catchy a little bit and you just scan the QR code and it brings up all your information. And it's a great talking point, too, when you're networking and somebody's like, oh, well, let, let me get your contact and you pull it up. They're like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, <laughs> where'd you get that? You know, and it's a great piece to kind of just end the conversation and, and go about your way. Um, but it allows you to touch bases with a lot of different people, right? They can check in with you on LinkedIn or whatever platforms you you utilize to, to socialize with peers and professionals. Um, you can have your email, uh, put your phone number if it's optional. Um, and then it also, it gives them an idea of like what you're attached to, right? Um, me, I have mine as my business here at BCS. Um, but I could also leverage it and utilize another card if I wanted it for like other social events I went to that were outside of maybe BCS that I didn't want people kind of really attaching me to. So um, it's a versatile um, it's a versatile tool, I should say, um, that you're able to use and really kind of just um, it, it it's a way to be professional. And then also um, you can email it to people. Right. It's not just something you give to somebody and they stuff in their back pocket. And then when they go home or, you know, go about their way, they kind of just discard everything. Um, it, I, I think it's a great tool. I think it's um, it's kind of what we're what we're moving towards now in today's age with like all the new technology. Right. Everything is like on your phone. If you imagine how many students are on their phone all day, if you look at your usage, you're probably on your phone six or seven hours a day, right? Because it's vital to your communication. It's vital to staying in contact with your peers. Um, so it's just another asset for you to be able to be successful. I think it's great. I'm really excited to use it. I think it'll help everyone stand out a lot. Um, it's really memorable, yeah, like man. you said. And it's also great because with COVID, if you're in person and you don't really want to be doing too much contact, it's a great way to get that contactless um, networking aspect closed out. So, No, definitely, definitely. And another feature on there that um, maybe I didn't share, um, if you have a business and say it's five or six of you guys, you can create the business card that's like for everybody, right? It's like the main hub or the central main line. 
um, for your business. So um, like I said, it's so versatile that you can use it for your personal, you can use it for a business, you can use it for school. Um, it's a great, great tool. Um, and like you mentioned, you know, if people are kind of on the fence about, you know, contact with people, it's like, hey, scan my card or scan my code. Or even, um, for example, um, you know, you're having an event where you're tabling and you have that QR code and you sit it like in a picture frame, hey, scan our QR code to get in contact with us or to follow our Facebook or to follow our whatever, right? You can just utilize it in so many different uh, venues or avenues. I think it's a, a great resource. Definitely. And I'm excited for students to experience that. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, so we have one last question, and this is a question we like to ask every single episode, and it is, what was your lasting piece of advice to students based on our conversation today. I know we recapped um, the new changes in BCS with COBE. Um, we talked about how to navigate career week and career exploration, and then also shared a resource that can help you stand out in terms of networking. So given all that, what is your lasting piece of advice that you want to share with students? Uh, last piece of advice I would like to share with students is um, get to know your peers, right? You're interacting, you're in classrooms, um, you guys are in common areas, you guys are walking, you know, um, the campus together, network and get to know people because years down the road, you never know what your peers are going to end up doing or how um, the experiences they've accumulated over that time will be able to help you in some capacity. Um, always be open and honest with people, always be kind to people. Um, never, never burn any bridges, right? Um, you guys are in a unique position right now in your lifetime where these are probably some of the glory years where you're networking, you're connecting, um, you guys are critically thinking. Um, and this is gonna, this is a, a, a time in your life that's gonna catapult you into greatness, right? You guys are building foundational tools from a great institution, a great college of business, and it's gonna set you up for long-term success. Um, but you also want to be able to sh share that success with people that are like-minded, people that are uh, as genuine as you are, and people that care about whatever interests you guys are working on um, with the same dedication and same hard work as you. So I would say really network, really be kind to your peers and get to learn people from, you know, different backgrounds, different, um, they're coming from different states, different ethnicities, because that's what makes this experience so unique is that you get a bunch of different people um, that are all coming together for the same goal with the same kind of thought processes, but have derived from, you know, different beginnings. That's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing. I think that's applicable to everyone. And it's important to understand how important your network is, especially even as college students. So thank you so much, Scotty, for coming on. That's our last question for you today. If you want to share how students can maybe book an appointment with you or get to know you better, um, feel free to go ahead and share if they can email you, book an appointment. Um, yeah, um, I'm available all the time. I'm, I'm As I'm still learning the, the ropes and the arenas around uh, Warrington, I'll be walking around campus. So if you see me bump into me, uh, do not hesitate to spark up a conversation. I'm a very sociable person. I'm not going to bite. Um, uh, but you can also uh, book some time with me through Hire Warrington. Um, if you go to Appointment Blocks for a Career Coach, I'll be setting up my times 
Uh, I usually try to do them a week in advance. I'll have a couple slots in the morning, as I know um, some students uh, are early risers, and then I'll have slots in the evening, as I know some students have more availability um, in the afternoon. Um, my email is scotty, um, that is S-C-O-T-T-Y dot goodloe, G-O-O-D-L-O-E, at warrington.ufl.edu. Um, reach out to me on LinkedIn, Scotty Goodloe, that is S-C-O-T-T-Y-G-O-O-D-L-O-E. Let's connect on LinkedIn. Um, I'll always be posting stuff. Um, I'll be taking pictures uh, with students and posting that as, um, you know, I just want to be more visible and be more uh, immersed in the kind of gator business. So uh, that's a great way to reach me. Um, stop by in my office. I'm in Hevener on the third floor, room three. 323. Um, my door is always open, but uh, as I like to say, um, you don't have to walk through my door. I'll meet you wherever you want to meet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Scotty. And thanks to everyone for tuning in for another episode of Behind the Suits. We'll see you next week. Thank you.